0: We currently live in a country where (sighs) selling loose cigarettes gets you in a chokehold and you breathe your last breath. Where a busted taillight gets you shot in the back but also where you can have the AK-47 and shoot it at police because you refuse to wear a mask not only to protect yourself but others around you and you live after shooting at the police with an assault rifle we live in a world excuse me in a country where children go to school a armed gunman comes in Pulls the alarm and fires into the crowd, leaves among them unknowingly, and is taken, arrested without any harm. We live in a country where a person walks into a church has Bible study and kills the same people who prayed and worshiped with him, leaves and is apprehended a day later and is safely and soundly taken to Burger King because he's hungry. This is the nation we live in. This is the country we live in. It's exhausting. Constantly watching the news. That's why I don't watch it often. But something always creep, creeps in. And the most recent was the man shooting at police. Police with an AK-47 because of a mask. A mask. Because certain individuals made it a political thing, it has been blown completely out of proportion. Everyone, I am sure, who has to wear a mask does not enjoy it. Even if you have masks that are designed and with your favorite fabric, a superhero, or it represents you and what you like, you don't like to wear a mask. I don't. And I have several different color styles and everything. However, I understand the importance of wearing the mask. Refusing to do so and going to the extreme of opening fire on other individuals, it's not that serious. If a business decides not to serve you because you won't wear your mask, that should not equate in your mind to go and get a weapon to shoot it up or to come back and destroy the store because they refuse to serve you. It should simply tell you hmm, maybe I should follow directions and wear the mask. Now, granted, there are some businesses who are not enforcing the mask mandates that certain states and localities have. However, if it's going to help protect you and those that you love, I think it's fair to say that it's not, you know, There's nothing wrong with it. And guess what? It probably won't be forever. However, if we continue not to wear masks, as we should, then we'll be wearing masks for a much longer period of time. But it's not about the mask. It's about the fact of black men being killed With no weapon in sight. And white men. Not being killed. Not that anybody should be killed. But white men. Doing far worse. Causing much more pain. And taking so many more lives. And being taken into custody. And also served. Uh, whatever their stomach at the time desired. That's the issue. I'll say it again. I've worked in law enforcement. I have family who work in law enforcement, both in the police stations and in the prison system, and even after probation and parole. If you are that in fear of your life because of the color of someone's skin and you do not have or have learned or took it upon yourself to get some knowledge on how to handle situations, then you don't need to be in that position. Something should really be wrong. It it baffles my mind that These officers were shot at by an AK-47 and no, like, I'm assuming that maybe they did shoot back at the guy. But he was unharmed. He was taken into custody unharmed. Yet a black man with a traffic violation, a black man who allegedly had a false $20 bill, a black man who, lived in, it's, it's, y'all, I can go on and on. If you don't see the disparities and you don't see the atrociousness in this, this that we live every single day, then something is wrong. Get some books, read up on some stuff. So that you can really see it's an age-old problem. It's as American as America is. It is America, period. (sighs) A mask. An AK-47 and a mask. And even the guy in California that set up his vehicle to mask himself and look like a police, a undercover police officer, had an arsenal in his car, but he was a white supremacist, and he was taken unscathed. Somebody reposted this video from TikTok, and I was like, "Okay." A lady said, "You want to know why there's so many police?" at a Black Lives Matter protest but you didn't see police at the Charlottesville um, alt-right protest or whatever it was and she said the difference is the officers were there they were just in a different uniform yeah That's facts. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. That's just a few words. Where to begin? Where to begin? I saw a post. The image was daunting. This week, some schools in Georgia went back. And this image, if you have not seen it, um, the article is on BuzzFeed. But it is a sea that's the best way I can describe it it's a sea of students in transition to go to class at a high school. You can tell this high school just by the looks of the age of the kids that are in the photo. As I looked at the picture to determine whether or not it was a recent photo or one that was taken before, just to make sure, confirmation. I saw... Exactly seven people with masks on. Seven. Two appeared to be staff. I could tell that just by their height and kind of the way that they were standing in the image. And the rest were, the other five were students. And I assumed that the person that was taking it... um, Just based on their um, communication, I would assume with BuzzFeed, is that they also had on their mask. But the hallway, when I say a C, you've been in a high school. You, even if you had a fairly small high school, depending on. What class you had. There were tons of kids. Trying to get to class. Now. The image is not fluid. Like you can't see the movement. In it. I However. I could tell that they were. Transitioning. The issue. Beyond the fact that. They did not have any mass Was that. There were so many people just in the hallway the mass was the major issue but the amount of people in that hallway was terrifying to me and I don't use terrifying very often I am an educator as well as a parent of a school-aged child and children who are in daycare And I have a parent, my mother, who lives with me and is high-risk. She has several medical issues that put her into the high-risk category. And the struggle of, and the decision of whether to send students back to school, whether to send teachers back, to reopen the economy as if that's also our responsibility as educators is daunting. I guess that's the word or the best word to describe it. I'm a parent because I also, you know, as a parent, rather, I understand the struggle that the parents are having who is going to help my child. I don't have the child care, or if I do have the child care, I'm also worried about my child going back to a facility where there's kids that they have not been around. Um, I have to go to work, so I need my child to be in school because I don't have any other means, or I don't want my child to be into inside the physical school, because I am afraid that they may contract it, whether it be from their teacher or another student. Or that their teacher might get sick and they'll be in the same predicament at home. I am a parent first and then a educator, an educator, and employee second. So I completely understand. Staff members have the same exact concerns. And that image just... uh, I read the article behind it. Apparently, in this district, and I'm not sure if it was the whole state of Georgia, I will confirm, um, but in that district, parents were told that if their child refuses to go to school, they could be expelled. And that it was that many children at that school because they missed the deadline to sign up for the virtual learning. Also found out that several of the staff as well as as well as several of the football team players who had done some type of fundraiser a week or two before school started. Had tested positive for COVID-19. And these are staff and students that had been around, I would assume, some of the students that were in the image. I am an individual who likes to do research. That's kind of one of my things. As a media specialist, I like information. So since we have been on quarantine and lockdown, and as we have moved closer and closer to getting to returning to school, I have been searching to see every almost everybody's plan. I've read about New York's plan. I've read about California's. And I saw the transitions in one decision and then the switch to move to virtual. I have family in Indiana and I saw theirs. And even there, at least I know of three schools in Indiana that have had not outbreaks, but they have had both teachers and students test positive. After they begin this 2021 school year. And to say, like I said in a previous post. To try to shame teachers about their concerns about coming back. Please put that away and let it go. Remember, teachers are people, too. Teachers and educators and anyone who works inside a school building, they also have families. They may take care of grandkids or their own children. They might have elderly parents who they also care for. So to put out there that we, as educators and school employees, are being selfish because we don't feel safe about returning to the school to instruct our students, whether it be online or in person, is crazy. It's also quite rude to expect educators who we might not we're not at the bottom of the barrel some states we literally are but we're not at the bottom of the barrel but when did it become our job as educators to save the economy because people need to go back to work now granted None of us were prepared for a pandemic. Although certain individuals in leadership could have responded a little bit more quicker. But I digress. Because it is what it is. That's my segue. It is what it is. If you are a friend of mine, a coworker of mine, and you are listening, you've probably heard me say this, just, hey, it is what it is on certain situations. It's an appropriate response. But when the leader of the free world, that's what, that's what we usually call that person that holds the highest office office in the United States, when they are asked about the death toll in the United States and they say, well, hey, it is what it is, that's a problem. That's, that's a huge problem. And if you don't see it as a concern, then you need to reevaluate your thinking it is what it is. It's not what you say about the United States being the highest. We're being in first place for this is not a good thing at all in any shape, form, or fashion. Nah, it's 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 not. But that is what the individual that. Currently holds the president, the presidency. Stated, it is what it is. One hundred and sixty thousand people have died, and those are the cases that we c- can confirm are COVID nineteen cases. One hundred sixty thousand okay confirmed that means that they are sure and positive that this person had the, the disease the virus rather that they were tested and were positive and they died now think about those who have died but they don't want to count them because they were never tested so therein, and the fact that families probably didn't have enough money if they found out their loved one passed in their home by themselves, did not know that they had the disease, couldn't get an autopsy because of the amount of money that it cost. And if it's not ordered by reason, like if there's not a specific reason to order an autopsy, the investigators and people don't order one. If the family wants one, they have to come out of pocket and pay for it themselves. So, those people who may have passed in their homes alone were not tested, no autopsy done, which means they still were not tested, and they are not in that count. So, I'm very sure, and I by no means am a scientist, I'm not a statistic analyst person, But I'm pretty sure that the number of deaths caused by COVID-19 is well over 160,000. And what's even more unsettling is that other countries are just sitting looking at us like, y'all just don't learn. Other countries, it's not, it's not everybody and now I think I have to apologize to some of my my students because I've always been that staff that I would punish the whole class at times. Not always, but I would punish the whole class for the actions of a few. I'm sorry, y'all. This has made me, well, actually the past four years have made me realize yeah, I was wrong in that. The actions of a few affect the many. We are living it right now. I keep telling people and they laugh and I, I try to find humor in everything. I love the Twilight Zone, but I don't like living in it. I love Black Mirror. I don't like living in it. I love Creepshow. Again, I don't like living in it. And that is what (laughs) that is what 2020 has been. I am hopeful that the year will begin to turn a tide. But I'm also realistic in the fact of I know what normally comes. It's just like us turning the kids back into the buildings. And no one considering the fact that flu season is right around the corner. And flu season has not decided not to come. But what do we do then? Eventually, it will get better. But until then, this is just a few words.